Welcome from My Slice of Life, where I'm helping to bring more joy into yours. This is the My Slice of Life podcast. Hello and a very warm welcome to you. This is indeed the My Slice of Life podcast and this week we are going to be covering a big, big topic. I'm actually splitting it in two parts. We're going to do part one this week. We're going to be looking at stress. Told you it was a biggie. Uh, Ways to recognise it. And in part two, we're going to be looking at ways to deal with it. As with all the podcast uh, episodes, there's information on the blog, which there will be information coming up at the end on how to find that. So if you want to read about what I'm talking about, head over to the blog, follow it, whatever it is you need to do, but have a read of it and it'll give you a bit more information. Okay, so stress. I say that word, what do you think? Do you automatically start getting tense or do you give yourself a wee shrug and think, yeah, I'm okay, I'm doing fine. It means different things to different people. Maybe it's something that just makes you feel tense and anxious. Maybe it's people. Maybe stressed you is just certain people you meet. I know I have certain people in my life that make me feel stressed. Do you get that fight or flight response? You know that one they say, they always talk about it's like the automatic where you get anxious and your muscles start to tense is that is that stress to you or is it something more long term do you have a job you hate and that's pretty much all your stress where it comes from that all sounds really negative and stress can be negative but i think it's really important to understand that it can be good for you in the right amounts and that is the really important takeaway here Stress isn't necessarily an evil, bad thing in the right amounts. It's there to help us. Think about this. Have you ever had a job interview that went really well? Were you nervous? Did you get the butterflies in your stomach before it? But you got the job. Thank you, Mr. Stress. In the blog post, I've actually written, it's the natural performance enhancer. That stress pushes us to do well. It actually makes us perform better in the right amounts and that is the trick when you have too much of it you know that old saying too much of a good thing same applies with stress when you have too much of it that's when the problems occur now the trick with stress is twofold one learn to recognize your symptoms of stress there's going to be some that are similar for pretty much everybody you know not You can't kind of put a blanket over it, but most of us will have similar sort of effects of stress. So learn to recognise your ones. I would actually add to that, learn to recognise your stressors. What makes you stressed? So understand where it's coming from and what the effects are on you. So that's that's the first part. You'll have to take note. That's Scooby in the background. Do you hear him? Yeah, it's probably a postman walking about and Scooby's not happy about it. Or someone's getting a delivery. Yeah, I think someone's getting a delivery. You will hear him in the background. I've just got to do this when I can get a wee bit of time to myself. So excuse him, please. So yeah, learning to recognise when you're stressed. Postal deliveries stress out Scooby. That's one of his major stressors. Mm. See, I'm right. Don't answer back. The second part, though, is to learn some techniques that will work for you to help you deal with it. Okay, we all know the basics. We all know, you know, simple techniques people talk about. But how many people do you know who actively take action to deal with their stress level? That's what we're going to be doing. 
But first of all, I want to look at some of the different signs of stress. Now, I do have a list here, so if it sounds like I'm reading a list, apologies, but I actually am, because I don't want to miss these things out. So I want to look at the physical signs of stress first. Now, like I said earlier, we all know what it feels like to have butterflies in our stomach or just feel nervous. And there are signs and symptoms which I think people are very aware of. But I wanted to just mention some that maybe people are not so aware of. Or maybe they're just not so obvious. So in this list I have palpitations, pains and tightness in the chest, indigestion, nausea, muscle twitches, breathlessness, tiredness. I'm going to add here, that is my one. I know I get tired when I'm stressed out. Even if I've had a really good sleep, I want to sleep more. Vague aches and pains. Now again, I can say I get them, but I'm also perimenopausal, so it could just be that. Yes, I am that old. Yeah. I'm 50 next year. What the hell? Skin irritation or rashes. Palms sweating. We all know that one. Susceptibility to allergies. Do you find maybe you get allergic reactions now that you didn't used to? Clenched fists or your jaw. Now, if you keep clenching your jaw, that can lead to headaches, so be aware of that. I know sometimes I've woken up with my jaw clenched so tight, but I think it was the dream I was having. Probably dreaming about the people I told you about who caused me a lot of stress. Fainting. You don't really hear about people fainting so much now, but it can happen. Frequent colds or flus or other recurring infections. Are you always getting the cold? Are you always getting, you know, that bug that's going around? I love how they say that phrase, like it's one little bug running around just to annoy all of us. But are you the one who gets it all the time? So your immune system's run down. You're const- it feels that you're constantly ill. I actually went to a doctor years and years ago, sat in a chair and she said, how can I help you? And I said to her, I have no immune system. And she laughed at me. But I was always, always ill. Not anymore. Okay, what about recurrence of previous illnesses? Do you get constipation or diarrhoea? Rapid weight gain or loss? Have you lost a lot of weight? I'd like to say I have, but I haven't. IBS. If you have IBS, you know stress is a major factor in that. And an alteration of menstrual pattern in women. Now again, if you're perimenopausal, that's going to happen anyway, or But if you're not, and you can't find another cause for it, look at the stress levels. Now this isn't an exhaustive list, okay, there's going to be other symptoms as well, but I thought these ones were ones that maybe people weren't always aware of. And with a lot of these, it's important to realise, like I was talking about the perimenopause, there could be a physical cause for some of them, so it's important to get them checked out and ruled out first. So let's have a look at some of the emotional signs of stress. Now, some of these are going to be obvious to you and some of these will be really obvious to the people around you. I know in this house I will be told (laughs) if I am showing emotional signs of stress, I will be told. And that's that's not a bad thing because you're not always aware of it. Mood swings. Are you experiencing mood swings more or have you never had them before but now you're getting them? What about increased or constant worrying? Now that can be quite a tricky one to stop, but there are ways to do it. Irritability. You're normally easy going, but now everything annoys you. Feeling tense. 
Do you feel drained? No enthusiasm for anything anymore? What about a more cynical attitude than normal? What about just feeling nervous, apprehensive or anxious all the time? Or feelings of helplessness? Like it's all going on around you and there's nothing you can do about it. And here go the dogs. We have neighbours with dogs who go out and bark a lot and they stress out Scooby as well. So there's another stressor for that poor wee guy. If you go on the blog, by the way, you will see pictures of Scooby. And on YouTube, you'll see videos of him. Yeah, you're everywhere, aren't you, boy? Hmm? Yeah, so if you hear the dogs, just try and ignore them. Okay, what about loss of confidence? Lack of self-esteem? Lack of concentration. I'm trying real hard to concentrate here, but it's hard when you've got dogs all over the place and one in the living room going mental. Do you find you're withdrawing into daydreams more? Okay, if you're aware of these signs of stress in yourself, don't worry about it, okay? But now you're aware of it, you can do something about it, so that's really good news. So don't want you getting more stressed thinking, oh, I've got all this happening to me. No, it's good. Like I said, step one is recognising it then you can go and find out what to do about it. So that's good. But there are also behavioural signs of stress. Now see if you've noticed any of these in yourself. Are you more accident prone than usual? Do you find the work you're doing is of a poorer quality than you would expect from yourself? Are you increasing how much you smoke or drink alcohol? Are you taking drugs to try and zone out do you find you're overeating or have you lost your appetite appetite's a big one it's really it can be a really good sign of how stressed you are is there a change in your sleeping pattern are you finding it harder to get to sleep or do you wake up and you feel tired like you've never gone to bed at all a loss of interest in sex yes i said it it can happen poor time management you know, you're always late to work because you don't want to be there because it stresses you out. Withdrawal from relationships. You just back away from everybody. You don't want to be near them. Are you taking work home more than you used to or more than you should? Do you tell yourself you're too busy to relax? I can't relax. I've got too much to do. Are you not looking after yourself? You don't take time out. You don't take breaks. You've so much to do. You'll never reach the deadline. You can't get that house cleaned. So you're not looking after yourself. You keep telling yourself there's too much to do. Everything else takes priority. Now, like I said earlier on, this all starts with that fight or flight response that I talked about. And that's a natural thing our body is going to do. And if the tension is resolved... Right, if the problem that, that's come up, if that's taken care of and that's resolved, all that tension is released and everything will be hunky-dory in your little world and that's fabulous. But if the stress is repeated or the, the situation is not dealt with and it's left, it will build up and that's when you'll start noticing more of these signs and that's when you have to start taking action. So if you notice these things, you've got to take action. But you've got to remember the body has natural changes that it will do physically. A lot of these symptoms that I was talking about, especially the physical ones, they do feel uncomfortable, um, but they're happening for a reason. So what is the body doing? I have a short list. There's obviously lots of things our body does in response to stress, but I just wanted to, to point out just a few things. In the eyes, the pupils will dilate when you are stressed. 
so they can take in more light. Now you think about it, think cavemen, I always go think cavemen when this kind of stuff comes up. If it's taking in more light, it's helping you spot dangers coming at you, trying to improve your eyesight. And if you're a wee caveman running about with all these saber-toothed tigers and big animals coming at you, that's a stressful situation. You need to be able to see as clearly as possible to get the hell away from danger. But we still have these things happening to us when we're stressed, even though it's a different kind of stress. In our lungs, you'll notice when you're stressed, your breathing speeds up. Now, the lungs need more air in so they can get extra oxygen to the muscles because your muscles, I'm going to be coming to them in a minute, but they're going to be tensing, getting ready for action. So your breathing will speed up. You need the oxygen in and it thinks, get it in quicker. So speed up the breathing. Also, your heart is going to pump faster to get the blood to the muscles. So that's going to increase your blood pressure. On your skin, it starts sweating. The old sweaty palm syndrome. Hmm. But that's getting ready to cool the body down. Again, think in a real fight or flight situation. And I say that in inverted commas, thinking of the caveman thing again. Uh, Your body's preparing to deal with combat. And it's thinking, you're going to be getting hot, so I'm going to start sweating for you to cool you down before anything happens. Now, I read, ages ago I read, and I can't remember where I read this, that again, it's an automatic thing so that you're body becomes more slippery as well and an animal can't grab you as easy because your skin is wet I could be making that up I swear to god I'm sure I've read that somewhere you're not as easy to grab hold of think caveman and that'll make sense but your skin will also look paler because the blood's getting drawn away from the capillary blood vessels because it's going to the muscles now the muscles they're tensing up as a way to guard against injury. And also they're going to be tense because if you're going to fight and battle your way out of this, they need to be ready. Now, the saliva, you'll notice the dry mouth syndrome, the salivary glands, they stop producing saliva when you're stressed, your mouth dries up. Now that is linked to digestion because the digestion will slow down or stop completely. So the saliva is obviously the first step in our digestive process. So if your digestion is slowing down, it's not seen as a priority under threatening situations. So your body will stop making the saliva. It'll slow down or stop the digestive process because that is not top priority to help you deal with stress. And that's why we get the dry mouth syndrome. The immune system is also subdued because apparently in its normal state, it would be more of a hindrance in a fight or flight situation. Now that would explain why if you are constantly stressed, Your immune system is being suppressed pretty much all the time and that'll be why you're getting the recurrent infections and all the illnesses that we talked about earlier. Okay, so we've covered quite a lot there. We've looked at the effects of stress on us physically, emotionally, behaviourally, and we've also looked at what the body is actually doing and why it's doing that. Now that will all leave us with a big question. How do we deal with it? And maybe you've got some good ways of dealing with it already. But I want to bring up uh, a couple of things with you. And I'm going to do it next time. Like I said, I'm breaking this into two parts for a few reasons. The main reason I'm, I'm breaking, I think it's a lot of information and I don't want to overload. This is probably something to think about and give yourself a bit of time over. Another reason that I'm breaking it up into two parts is because and this is more on my side, the site that I use to do the podcast, uh, 
as you will have noticed, it's a very small new podcast. I am not going to be one of these big flashy ones that can afford to upgrade and have all the bells and whistles. I only have a certain amount of time per month that I get for this podcast that I can use. So I'm trying to do episodes that will be okay time-wise, but have enough information in it as well. So do you have strategies already that you use to deal with stress? Like I said, I'm going to be bringing you one which I personally find very useful in part two. Don't forget, if you want to read about what I'm talking about today, head over to the blog. And if there is someone you know who you think would enjoy this podcast, please let them know about it. Help the podcast grow. I would really, really appreciate it. So I look forward to bringing you more information in part two. But until then, you take care of your wee self. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the My Slice of Life podcast. Don't forget to look up the blog. It's at myslicemyblog.wordpress.com Also the YouTube channel, which is at myslicechannel. And if you would like to become a patron of the show, go to patreon.com forward slash myslice. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week.